0: Welcome to the Student Ministry Field Guide podcast with your host, Weston Blaha, author of Student Ministry Field Guide, Debunking the Big Kid Label. On today's episode, the full scope ministry model part three, Discipleship. Welcome back to the Student Ministry Field Guide podcast. I am your host, Weston Blaha. This episode picks up with part three of the full scope ministry model that you can find in my book, Student Ministry Field Guide, Debunking the Big Kid Label. What I'm seeking to accomplish is an exposition of each of these major ministry pillars found in the book. In the last part of this five-part mini series, I discussed fellowship and outreach as a key pillar of a student ministry model. Today's episode will address the third pillar, discipleship. Jared Wilson identifies three reasons as to why discipleship matters. The first is that discipleship matters because fidelity to Christ matters. The second is that discipleship matters because the integrity of the church matters. And third, discipleship matters because the expansion of God's glory matters. In these observations, Wilson is drawing out something valuable from the Great Commission in Matthew 28. In this commission, Jesus charges his followers to make disciples of all the nations, teaching them to observe all that Jesus commanded. There are some key phrases here. Make disciples of all the nations and teach them to observe all Jesus commanded. So the goal of discipleship is obedience to Jesus' commands, and this is to be done to all the peoples from all the nations. In other words, it's a global commission. Now, regarding student ministry, the challenge is to balance the role of mentor and friend. This is the most common and easy mistake to make that I've noticed in student ministry, when a youth leader becomes too close to the students. In other words, You become their cool older friend and lose the ability to speak into their life with authority. When this happens, you find that some parents and students feel that you have favorite students. Others might feel as if you're not above the shenanigans and thus lack maturity. But where your ministry takes the most damage is in your ability to speak truth as a disciple maker aka a mentor, you will be unable to mentor students who believe you to simply be their church-sponsored buddy. Now, allow me to preface this before someone misunderstands me to be saying that we shouldn't be close to the students or friends with them. At one level, we should most definitely be that, within reasonable boundaries. But once we blur the adult-student relationship line, we've fallen into the big-kid label trap. And we would be wise to reestablish those separate roles. So this being said, how we disciple students matters as well. We should disciple in every phase of life. This means we disciple when we play. We disciple when we do missions. We disciple when we teach. We disciple when we counsel. We disciple when we pray. In other words, we should be asking ourselves, how is this event, lesson, or moment teaching the students to obey all the commands of Christ. Because discipleship is more than information, it's about transformation. Discipleship applies the commands of God to our lives in a way that makes us more like Christ. Thus, discipleship can be described with a different word, sanctification. So, some tips for discipleship. 1. Study how to disciple well. There are a host of resources out there. Find them and spend time digesting them. Two, get others involved. You can only emotionally invest in 12 to 15 people in your life at any given time. You need other people to help. Three, involve parents. The primary discipleship responsibility falls upon the parents of your students. Deuteronomy 6. Reach out to them. Find out how you can help. And when they tell you how, most importantly, follow through. Four, focus on students who do not have godly parents in the home. This may seem a little controversial, but it's very practical. If you have godly parents and they are the primary disciples of their children, that should free you up to engage with students who don't have the same positive influences in their home. That's where you are needed the most to fill the gap. As I close, I'd like to point out one more thing. All too often, the local church understands the global commission of the, you know, from Matthew 28 to be outside of their area of expertise. Disciple-making is for pastors and missionaries, right? Wrong. Disciple-making is for every Christian, which means student ministry leaders should disciple and be discipled. Average Joe Christians should disciple and be discipled. Teenagers should disciple and be discipled. Pastors should disciple and be discipled. Everyone needs that accountability and mentorship in their lives. So, if your church does not have a culture of discipleship, you should ask why. And then you should ask how. Discipleship mattered to Jesus. It should matter to us. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to check out www.westinblaha.com. And be sure to get your own copy of Student Ministry Field Guide, Debunking the Big Kid Label, in Kindle or paperback at www.amazon.com.